So uh, you've got some FOIA pursuits here? Some news here. The New York Attorney General's crackdown on a product at the heart of the global cryptocurrency market did not spur top officials at the Federal Reserve to consider taking action. In February of last year, New York Attorney General Letitia James settled with Tether, the issuer of a popular stablecoin called the U.S. Dollar Tether, on charges of misrepresenting the assets backing the product. Stablecoins are pegged to the value of another asset, in this case the U.S. dollar, and they are mostly used by speculators to buy various cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum. They've been called poker chips by top financial regulator SEC Chairman Gary Gensler. Most financial regulators agree that they operate like banking deposits, and analysts have been worried that there could be a run on stablecoins like old-timey runs on banking deposits, citing the shady operations of Tether, which could cause serious disruptions in the multi-trillion dollar cryptocurrency market and, more importantly, beyond. I mean, who cares if cryptocurrency people lose their money? We're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about real-world people here. Anyway, the market cap for the U.S. dollar tether spiked from about $4.5 billion in January 2020 to $26 billion in January 2021 to $80 billion in January 2022. If tether doesn't have the dozens of billions in liquidity needed to back up its dollar tethers in circulation, that could spell disaster any time of market distress. Still, when Attorney General James was settling her case against Tether, the Fed didn't appear too concerned. The central bank told us that it had eight pages of documents on the subject matter that it was withholding entirely in response to our FOIA request, citing the deliberative process exemption. And in response to our appeal, the request was still denied, but the Fed told us what the records were for. Quote, staff analyses and recommendations, including background information and memoranda created in preparation for a public appearance. It's not clear what this public appearance was, but in March 2021, Powell spoke about the Fed researching whether or not it should issue its own stable coin, the so-called central bank digital currency. Last year, the New York Attorney General wasn't the only one concerned about Tether and its impact on financial stability. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, of course, convened a multi-agency working group to study the threat to financial stability of stablecoins, citing the spread of the U.S. dollar Tether and its lack of proven reserves. Yellen's concerns were reported by Bloomberg in October in an article which found that Tether couldn't demonstrate that its stablecoins were adequately backed up. When the working group convened by Yellen issued its report, it said that stable coins should be regulated like bank deposits and that the Justice Department might even have the authority to prosecute stable coin issuers for running banks without charters. Still in February, as the Attorney General of the state home to the U.S. financial industry sounded the alarm bells, the Federal Reserve was preparing to only consider public statements. I think it was Jacob Silverman who, uh, I'm not sure if he said it on our pod or on a segment I interviewed him for MMN, but he talked about how regulators are always a little bit hesitant to impose new regulations at times of boom, <laughs> when things are going up and people are making money, which I guess is still sort of the case when it comes to crypto. I know there's been a, a drop off in recent months. Uh, so... You know, we might not see anything 
or we might see just around the edges some regulation or some kind of individual actions against individual companies for misbehaving. But the the real regulatory framework that needs to be put in place to govern this entire scam industry probably won't come until the whole thing's crashed. Yeah, now you're right. I was just curious what uh, the price of Bitcoin was this morning. Uh, down 4% today, but it's up since the uh, invasion of Russia, or sorry, the invasion of Ukraine started. I remember checking on uh, the night when Russian forces were rolling over the border. Bitcoin was down like 7% that night. This and is because crypto dummies think that we're going to see a test case for the perfect use of crypto to get around sanctions or to aid governments in distress uh, in war times. Uh, it's not, it's not going to happen. How, how does crypto help in a time of war? Like, if you can't log on to your computer, you have no internet service, what use does that shit do? <laughs> don't I don't know, know, man. I don't know. And I am filing a new request this week. Um, it is about the Abbott infant formula recall uh, that took place at the end of February. This was related to uh, uh, some sort of infection. Uh, well, I don't want to say infection, but some sort of uh, production screw up at the Abbott plant in Michigan, which produce, which produces Similac, Alimentum, and Elicare. It has been linked to numerous illnesses and two infant deaths. And as the father of a newborn myself, it has been uh, rather worrisome. Um, I was going to say, it, you're you're entering this world of infant formula now. And it's just shocking how generally expensive it is and how it's like put behind the counter at um, supermarkets. I know it's kind of like, you know, it, it, it's been like that for a while, right? And like, I don't want to be like too oh my God, this is how the world works when it's been obvious it's been like this for a while and we just live in a cruel, shitty world. Um, but yeah, when when you start buying it yourself, it, it really, I don't know. I guess I'm sounding like I'm making myself the protagonist of reality, so I will stop. Anyway. The protagonists of reality are the cops who will take pictures of the infant formula that they confiscate from people, from crime <laughs> rings all around uh, all around the city. So uh, the crux of this request is related to how last week the U.S. Department of Agriculture waived certain rules on WIC, the, um, uh, the welfare program for uh, women in, with infants and children. Um, so it, it, this was in response to requests from state governments trying to uh, deal with this infant formula crisis. And uh, WIC, uh, the USDA, decided to waive WIC rules on vendor exchanges, and it decided to uh, waive some, but not other, rules on medical documentation and maximum monthly allow allowances. I'm not exactly sure what my hypothesis is here. Um, I, I just kind of want to dig around because this, these sort of arbitrary rules... Yeah, they just exemplify how cruel the welfare state is and, and how humiliating it is in this country. And, you know, things go a little off kilter and suddenly you're not sure if you can buy infant formula. And uh, I don't know. It's fucked. 
Yep. And uh, we'll relay any information SK finds out here. Also, if you ever uh, have a FOIA request of your own, you can always DM us, slide into uh, the Sentinels DMs or my DMs on Twitter or uh, email us or send us a message on Patreon if uh, y'all are subscribed and prefer that method of communication.